Aces, welcome back to another episode of Only Sport. This week, we're joined by the Clubhouse Boys. They're back. Munster, Pappenhausen and Hughes, fresh off the I Don't Quit camp. We get an update on Pappy's rig, how he's travelling. We get some funny things that Munster's done. One of them, when he had dinner with Shaq and asked him this one question, you'll find out what that was. And some unforgettable flops right here on Only Sport. We all love an impressive performance on the field. And now, thanks to our latest sponsor, Pilot, you can have an impressive performance in the bedroom too. Pilot provides Aussie men with the clinical tools to treat bedroom issues like erectile dysfunction and premature ejaculation. Not a fan of the doctor's office? Pilot is all online, so you can sort it out right now over the phone, and with free delivery Australia-wide, you can be back on your game in no time. Head to pilot.com.au today and get started. Play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always go on about the Rixies, but I got huge news. We have all our styles and colors restocked on the website right now. It's been months. We ran out of stock, but we're back. Get online, grab some sunglasses at rickseyewear.com.au right now and use our little discount code Aces if you want a 20% discount code on the house. Righto, let's get into the show. Aces, welcome back to Only Sport. Another special guest. Our uh, our guests just get bigger and bigger here. We've got the Clubhouse boys in the building. Pappy, Money, Husey, boys, welcome to Only Sport. And uh, thank you for jumping in after a big day at work. What was uh, what did you get up to today, boys? Oh, I just flew in from Sydney, so I uh, made the trip. We actually had this book for five, but uh, Munster's got daddy duty, so I mm. thought I'd change the flight, come in early and... Uh, yeah, that's me today. That's, this, uh, that's this. a team player, isn't it? Um, <laughs> things he does for the team. So I really appreciate that, perhaps, mate. Yeah. That is. And you're a team player. I know you're doing some stuff at home. You're moving mountains for us. It's, it's been hard to get all the boys on the same time mm. slot. You got the, the, the pre-season camp. That was a bit of a spanner in the works. But let's just talk about that quickly. How was that? Um, I think a lot of the boys were a bit rattled, uh, especially myself. I think Husey was first, uh, <laughs> first one to almost run outside the door um, it's because he hasn't done one before. So it was a little bit probably foreign for him. Um, but for me, uh, I struggled to sit down today. I've still got blisters from uh, from doing too many sit-ups. So um, <laughs> I'm struggling at the moment. So well, There's a lot of oil going on in the legs. Mm. <laughs> You've been working hard or just getting the recovery sessions in there, money? Uh, just a bit of moisturizer, mate. Make the legs look a little bit toner than what they are. <laughs> That's good. Any funny stories from the camp? These, these camp stories always, there's always something. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a funny one because it's like, like these camps usually go for three days and we thought it was generally going to be a three-day sort of army camp again. Long story short, it only ended up being one, but no one knew that while we were on it. So there were some funny stories. Poor old Husey. Yeah. He's claiming he's done his first one. So I'll, yeah, yeah run away. Count, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'm not going to say it counts because I know everyone else is going to say, um, you know, it doesn't count, but... It's been a thing hanging over my head for ages. Like, the guy, oh, I'm the guy that hasn't done the camp. Everyone else has done it in the whole club, whatever, and I'm the only one who hasn't done it. And Craig hates it, um, hates me for it. Um, even the IDQ people who run it, they they know about me because Craig obviously tells him, and so they've they've been after me. And once they got a hold of me um, last weekend, they were into me. So I think Mun brings up one when. We had this one where you had to do push-ups and I had to, they got players to count them. <laughs> who hadn't done the camp before, yeah, right? Yeah, who yeah. hadn't done the camp before. So I was up, I think it was like our third round and maybe fourth, and I was doing the push-ups. <laughs> I was one, two, and I was, I was going pretty good. And then I got good. around 20 and I was gone. <laughs> and then I honestly just, I, I, I would go down, 
like 21, go down and then just start screaming because I couldn't get back up. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, me, we were all talking about it like two days after and it was funny then, but at the time I was like, like 21. Ah! <laughs> and to be fair, he's not doing himself justice. We've probably done five, 600 push-ups by this stage. So yeah. like if you hadn't done it before and because it was his first sort of camp doing it, they, like, they're on to you. you know? they, they make you feel like you're a piece of shit. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I felt sorry for him. He was our team leader in our group and oh, the boys are just looking at him like this poor bloke, like doesn't know what he's in for. And, and like I said, we, we thought we were in for three days of it. So. Yeah. I think Husey pretty much held like he done pretty good. This was surprisingly with his bad back, so yeah. he done pretty good. But it was one stage yeah, I looked over and he was doing knee push ups <laughs> at one stage. <laughs> I couldn't hold. I couldn't even. I couldn't even hold push up stance. I was just. I was gone, man. How was, was, the how was your chest? Yeah, the next it was day? gone. Right. Oh, oh the sit ups. The sit ups are worse. Everyone's got these little grazes on their ass because we were, we couldn't do the sit ups properly. We we're doing that many that we were just like throwing our full body into it, and we we're just. Chafing on the ground, so. So now that you've now that Husey's done the camp, but it was only <laughs> one, one of, of yeah. three yeah. days. Does it actually count in the eyes of the board? Are they getting into you still? I don't. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say so. But like, it was still hard. Like, yeah. It's still. Yeah. But I don't know. Who knows? You might get away with that just doing that. Nah, I don't reckon. Well, I said something to the coach after. I think it was a day after. I was like, yeah, it's finally done. He goes, nah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was weird because all the boys had flights planned and that because obviously Thursday, um, that was our last day. Um, and obviously Friday, Saturday, Sunday, we had off. So we did the camp that Thursday afternoon. We're thinking, far out. The boys, some of the boys have got flights and that, like the next day. Like, surely we're not going that long. But then we thought, far, we might be actually going like for two or three days. The boys would be filthy about their flights and that. But we ended up doing the push ups at the end. And Belag reckons to us, oh, mate, they're gone. And we all like standing there going, nah, fuck him. Like, yeah, we're, nah, yeah. stick stick around, stick around. Around, he's lying to us. He's bloody lying to us. And then he kept saying it and saying it. And we're like, nah. And eventually we all started to do a little peek around the side. I'm like, yeah, we started car and we're like, oh, actually, maybe they might come back and come get back, us. Yeah. <laughs> and then that night we, we slept at the at the school again. Everyone was like, bro, I bet you they're going to come back when we're sleeping. Well, they kept the buses us. out the front. Yeah, like, yeah. They kept the buses that we were supposed to go in at the front. Oh, but mate. like mum was saying, like it was to set the scene. We walked into this meeting and it was meant to be for like positional groups. We had a dinner that night. We we're going to see who was in our groups, where we we're going for dinner. And we had massage at the time. We had massage, yes. Yeah. Everyone's like, relax, just chill it out. Really good <laughs> yeah. session in the morning. Yeah, we had a good on tough session in the, the morning. Best session in the morning. The, yeah. the Craig was even like, that's the best session we've had this preseason. Um, <laughs> so everyone's like, oh, yeah, how good is this? You know, good gym session. Going to the meeting, everyone's relaxing. Then you just hear a big knock at the door. Everyone's like, fuck, who's late? Like, yeah. So all the boys are like, oh, someone's late. Yeah. And then the IDQ staff walk in, everyone's oh. like, oh, my heart <laughs> has not <laughs> sunk like that ever. Eh? I was just like, <laughs> I was looking around going, please, that's a joke. Someone help me. Am I getting pulled out? Someone pull me out of this. But then it was like straight from there, it was all right, he's got 20 minutes. Do not text your partners. Do not yeah. text this. We'll look after it. Yeah. Some of the poor boys have just got misses. So their partners aren't in the group chat. Yeah, yeah. So they're stressing like, oh, what do I do? Like she's flying down in the morning. I'm not going to be here. And yeah. we're all like, oh, they shit. Were fully, you know? They were just like, no, nah, don't worry. We'll We'll, we'll, sort talk, we'll sort it out. We're like, well, you won't have their number. You don't even know who they are. And they go, nah, we know everyone. And everyone's just like, wow. So that was probably a telltale sign. It was only a day, but yeah, yeah. yeah it was tough. Very yeah. tough. And if anyone's familiar with the Cryo, Cryo Bay, is it? Yeah. Next to Geelong Grammar there. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, we were leopard crawling through that swamp. And it was, oh, and it disgusting. was stank. Oh, yeah. so just give everyone a quick insight on what you did. Just like break it all down. So you were going through swamps, oh. leopard. What do you call it then? Yeah. So we've all got grazers on our knees at the moment. I don't know if you can see it. Yeah, I can. Wow. Yeah, um, so essentially, after 
thousands of push-ups and sit-ups, we did these called leopard crawls where you're laying flat on your stomach and the only way you can move is using your elbows and your knees. So we did that on the grass and we're having a race yeah, in yeah. our teams. So you do that and that ends up cutting you up. And then after that, we went on this massive walk. I don't know how long it was, but it would have been a couple of hours yeah. easily. Then from there, they sort of said, all right, let's, we thought we we're going to go walk down towards the water, maybe go in the water and just like do a few things because that's what you've done before on the camps. And then we end up going down in the mud and they're like, all right, we're just getting your, getting your teams, getting your stomach. We're leopard crawling through this. <laughs> so leopard crawl through the mud. But the thing was like, it was, it was proper mud. But because you'd have people going through it so quickly, there was a rock bed underneath. Yeah. Oh, so you'd just yeah. be hitting the So you'd be hitting the rocks and, and yeah. then it was just like you'd come out and your whole body was just black, like from the mud. Yeah. And everyone's like got cuts all over them. They're like, oh, do we get this cleaned or yeah. like, what do we what do? we do? And but, it stunk. It was like off seafood, like <laughs> off seafood chucked in like the garbage and then just op- it was disgusting. Now it's weird, like it was really like muddy one spot. Like, like it was like a little ramp. Like, so, like, you're literally, like, probably, like, neck deep of swamp <laughs> trying to crawl. And then up the top was a little, a little bit, bit dry, like, yeah. a little bit dry. And you could kind of get yourself going. But down there, then it was literally like a, like a sandpit of mud oh, just yeah. trying to get yourself going. Now that you've Crazy. done it, how much would I have to pay you to do it again? Just to put mm-hmm. a price on how painful it was. At the start, I reckon you'd have to pay me a, probably – yeah, ten to fifteen. If we didn't know, <laughs> if, if we didn't yeah. know what was in it, like I feel like it'd be easier if we knew how long it was going for yeah. and what was coming up. Yeah. But I reckon the hardest thing is like not knowing how long we were going for, uh, yeah. and not knowing what was coming up next. Like I thought we were going for a couple of days easy because yeah, they easily. set they put us on these buses. They're like wherever we go, just stay away, blah blah blah, snakes and whatever. Don't go near snakes if you see any. Chuck us on his bus, packed us up to go, and then they said, "Nah, get off." get back on, off, off. So we went on there like a couple of times yeah. and then we thought we are going to go out because I think they got a farm out somewhere where they yeah, usually so send everyone. In the Dandenongs. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought eventually we are going to be going on those buses, <laughs> but we didn't end up going anywhere. So yeah, I reckon uh, it's the, the trick. They, they play some heavy mind games. Yeah. Of when you, so what was your um, – so like just to set the scene again, we're standing in our teams, the bus are in front of us and the instructors come around and go, all right, boys – how quickly do you think we can get on this bus? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like you're just standing there, like fuck, like do they ask you first? What yeah, they ask me how fast? Mind. How fast do you think you can get on this plane? Oh, sorry, and we had like, on this bus. We, we had jerry cans, like ropes, um, yeah. bricks, yeah, everything. Like it was. He wanted us to get in like I think what thirty seconds. Yeah. Maybe? we ended up getting under said, th- yeah. thirty seconds. Yeah. But the first guest was this yeah. bloke. I said two and a half minutes. Two and a half minutes, <laughs> <laughs> and he, he just goes. <laughs> he just waves it off and goes, "What do you reckon to someone else?" <laughs> <laughs> two and a half minutes. You said two minutes 45 or something. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. And it uh, took us 30 seconds. So, oh, yeah. It was that's, that's great. Oh, well done, boys. Well, you're done. You've got past the uh, – it's a big hurdle. Yeah. Oh, Once that one's done, now you can focus on the fun yeah. stuff. <laughs> like playing golf on your days off. Um, <laughs> speaking of sport, this is what it's all about, only sport. Obviously, you boys have got your podcast, The Clubhouse. You've been on Tommy Talks. A little bit different, this one. Only sport. Talk about growing up. Uh, we all know what sport you do, um, what you play now and how good you are and the positions you play. But sport growing up, I'll start with you, Pappy. What sports were you playing and who got and how old were you and, uh, yeah, who got you involved as a young kid? Um, yeah, I pretty much played every sport I could when I was a kid. I was quite lucky and uh, it's probably one of those things you look back on and you're very fortunate for my parents to let me play every sport I wanted to and I never sort of got pushed into one. And, uh, yeah, I'm very grateful for that because you sort of pick up different skill sets from each one and, and get to decide. But, yeah. Um, I think mum very early on wanted to push me into soccer and I just sort of went and watched the game and didn't really get me into it. And then I think my older cousins played rugby league. So it was sort of like, oh, 
like I want to be like them, you know, and, and dad played masters rugby league and did all this stuff. And I think that's probably what got me into it and made me enjoy it. But yeah, I think once sort of money started getting involved and, um, you sort of had to pick one and I just went down the, the rugby league path. And then from there it was, yeah, pretty much a few rep sides and then signed with the storm when I was 19. So how old were you when you made that decision? Uh, I reckon I got my first contract when I was 16. Yep. Yeah, 16. So I was still in school. I'd play union on the Saturday and I played league on the Sunday. And yeah, it got to a stage where they're like, well, you've sort of got to pick one now. And mm. um, yeah, the union pathway wasn't great. And I was like, well, I enjoy my league, so I'll just stick to that. Yeah. But yeah, it was it was tough because your first 15 at school, you, you feel like you're the man playing that. And then you sort of have to make this decision where you go, all right, I'm just going to play for the our main Tigers where no one's going to watch, but I'm actually can probably make a lifestyle out of it. So, uh, yeah, that's probably about the age I got my first contract and went down that path. Yeah, beautiful. What about you, Money? As a young kid, what sports were you playing? Who got you involved? How old were you? Yeah, I'm a little bit like perhaps probably a little bit of everything other than probably AFL. I played Union, Dutch, um, soccer, league. Um, you played basketball, you boys? Played a little uh, bit through like yeah. school, but I was never great at it. Yeah. Um, but I played a little bit, obviously, soccer, cricket, um, and a bit like with Paps, like obviously with money and that, I had to pay a little bit more for representative stuff like Capricornia or things like that. So I couldn't play all those sports. So once I turned 13, I had to make a decision on what sport I wanted to play. Um, obviously, mum wanted me to play soccer due to the fact that it wasn't a contact sport, so I didn't have to – she wanted me to wear headgear and shoulder pads all the time. I was like, far out, I'm over <laughs> this. Like I couldn't really see when I was a kid because the headgear was too big and that. <laughs> so I couldn't really see but um, yeah, I played, obviously my mates played league. So um, that's the reason why I went down that avenue um, and just gave up cricket and uh, soccer. But I was probably a lot better at those two sports. Yeah, that. nice, nice. What about you, Hughes? Is he similar? Yeah, I was the same. I, I was playing every sport I can when I was when I was a bit younger. And my old man played in heaps of sports as well. But the big one was probably rugby union. And I probably never thought I would go away from rugby union. Just being a kid growing up in New Zealand, that's all you wanted to do. And um, play for the All Blacks and, and all that stuff. So Tried my hand in all the um, all the sports when I was young, and then um, moved over to Aussie, uh, the Gold Coast when I was thirteen. So when I got over here, I was still a keen rugby player, but there was just no rugby where I was where I was living, and um, ended up at <clears throat> a pretty good school at Palm Beach Crumbin, where um, you know they got a really good uh, rugby league program, and um, a lot of uh, good rugby rugby league players have come from there. So ended up shifting there and. Haven't really looked back since. Like I haven't. I think I played rugby union once since I moved over here. So there you go. It's pretty crazy. It is crazy. All very similar. Let's flip. Let's flip it up now. Let's say that you weren't good at rugby. What do you reckon you'd be doing with your sales? I, I keep referring to Dion Prestier, but he was saying you'd be down at the fruit and wholesale market and foot's great with his old man Aussie. He goes, "That's literally what I'd be doing." Just and there's nothing wrong with that. But he's one of the most, you know, one of the most elite midfielders in the competition. Just visualizing him down at foot's great doing that. He goes, "Mate, that's what I'd be doing if I didn't get drafted and do what he's done." What about you? I'll start with you again, Pappy. What do you think you'd be doing if it wasn't for sport? Yeah, it's a, it's a good question because often people ask that, and I'm like, well. There's so many opportunities that have come from playing rugby league that like that's changed my mindset now of what I want to do. So if rugby league wasn't in the picture at all, I'd say I'd be a teacher. Mum's yep. a teacher. Um, I st- sort of started a university course being a teacher, but yeah, since I've learned what I've learned and met the people that I've met, I'm like, yeah, that's 
probably not what I want to do anymore. <laughs> yeah, PE teacher? PE teacher, yeah, I reckon, nice. yeah. Like Primary or high school? Uh, I reckon high school, back at the old old school. Yeah, old yeah. yeah. There you go. That's ah, very probably, good. Mm. Happy the uh, the high school teacher. sport PE teacher. Yeah. Now, money, I'm like interested one. for this one. What are you, I'd love to know what you would mm. be doing. <laughs> Think about it, right? You're 13, 14. You haven't made these squads. What route do you see yourself going down? If it wasn't for honestly, sport. I reckon I'd be working at Rebel Sport or Intersport, <laughs> like, like a sports store. I reckon I was doing that as like an eighteen-year-old, just a part-time while I was playing, obviously Queensland Cup. But a lot of guys say if it wasn't for rugby league, I'd be a trolley boy too. So <laughs> one of those avenues. <laughs> as long as I get the pay each week, each week, I'd be happy. So <laughs> that's great. When you were working at Rebel, have you got any funny stories? Like what what kind of operation was were you? Like when I when I go into the store and I want some shoes, are you the guy who goes, "G'day mate, can I help you out?" Is that was that what you're doing? Yeah, I was. I was just saying, "Hey mate, how can I help you? Like, do you need any hands?" Okay, like, no, nah, nah, I'm fine. I'm like, okay, mate, but if you want to come down to the shoes shoes section, mate, I'm a bit of a, a bit of a guru. And then I just, <laughs> get his foot out and you know, obviously measure up if he likes to. <laughs> it's a bit of stability or like so you know the neutral kind of shoe um, I'm your man there you go Pew should get you in there man. you're all over <laughs> it stability you know <laughs> that's great there you go so pronate Rebel in or pronate out whatever you want to do so yeah. we've got PE teacher and then Rebel Sport um, retail this will go retail retail, retail. retail. what about you Husey I don't know. I, I think yeah I was, I was about to say that I think I've done this on um, on the clubhouse potty but I think I'll be working at the council on the council <laughs> oh yes that's right <laughs> yeah yeah, old man works family there. business. I yeah, family business. cousins work on the on the council. So I don't know if I'll be able to do it now, just with um, my body banged up. But <laughs> if I didn't play rugby league, my body would probably be a little bit better. So yeah, on the council somewhere. Oh, I love it. Nah, it's always it's always <laughs> funny. Stop signing. Eh? Yeah, stop signing. Well, that pays pop. That would be good. Yeah. Pays pretty well that these I days. Know, I, I think it's actually hard to get that job though, especially when you're getting the NBA multis on there. You could just <laughs> yeah. be doing two things at once. You'd <laughs> <laughs> be losing a fair bit. Everyone's crashing. <laughs> Provided Halliburton plays full minutes, yeah. <laughs> you'd be working for free there, man. It's pretty great burn and then trying to win a multi bidding. That used to be my dream job. Like when I was like, you know, when you're first a kid and it's like a firefighter or like police officer, mine was to like be the lollipop, lollipop. guy. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> you knew that going to pay well. Yeah. Well, the pay go well now. You knew that. Let's go back to uh, to the sport and, and league. We all know that you've had a lot of team success, lads. I want to know... Uh, an individual moment that's been very memorable that stands out front of mind. If I think to you about a moment that just you go, oh, that was really memorable, what would it be? I'll start with you, Pap, again. Oh, I'll probably state the obvious, winning the <laughs> premiership in 2020. I think that was that was one feeling that it's like you just want to chase that again. So that's probably mine. Was there a so, moment in that game, though? I want a moment. Um, oh, we were up 26-0. So there was probably a moment there where I thought we had this wrapped up and <laughs> – as soon as you start thinking like that, things start to go wrong and um, they end up coming back. It got to 26-20. We ended up playing with 11 players on the field and, yeah, it was the last 30 seconds. as was a massive scramble. But there was probably a period there when we were up 26-0 that I thought, oh, we've got this. But, yeah, that quickly turned once they started coming back. So, yeah, yeah, that's great. Crazy well, feeling. Great feeling though. Money? Yeah, I'm with probably Paps. I think – um, just the whole year in general for me in 2020, like Origin and then obviously winning the comp with the boys. Um, that was probably something very special just because COVID, all the boys were together, families were together, and then obviously we had a really good Origin series with – no one really gave us a chance. We're, like We had probably had the worst team on paper in Origin history for Queensland and um, we proved those doubters wrong, which was, was, which was a good year for myself and not only that. In that year, is there one passage of play or one moment in particular that you go, yeah, that was pretty, pretty special? Um, 
Oh, I think in the Origin game last game, like it was fifth tackle and Ches out of nowhere just decided to pass the ball on the inside to me on fifth tackle and I defended Nathan and put a kick through and then regathered and we went from there. I think that was probably yeah best part of my of my game there. That was and a big was, moment. And for myself, I think it happened all in those one minute or two. So yeah. it was a good little passage of play for myself. Big play. Once. That was a big play. I still remember that one. <laughs> Husey, what about you, mate? Yeah, it'd be hard to go past the premiership, but if I had to change it up, probably be my debut when I was 18, my NRL debut. That was pretty pretty crazy. And um, just because it happened real, really quickly and sort of out of nowhere, and I just remember running out. It was up in Darwin, actually. Uh, my mum, uh, my wife at, wife now, she come up as well. So uh, that was pretty special. And I remember running out and just thinking, like, how good's this, like, no, it's always been a dream to play professional sport, and that was to do that. That was that was pretty cool. So, um, yeah, that's probably my main. Nah, it's good. They're all special moments, and love asking them. I want to ask you a few more questions before we talk about sport and why you love it. But uh, one of the things that we've asked most people um, that's that's been on only sport is their most challenging times and the things they've done to get out of it. Uh, everyone goes through it, whether it's you know life, business, sport, whatever. You boys have all gone through it. It's, it's everyone here that follows the Clubhouse podcast knows you guys very well. But just talk to us about you know some challenges that you've faced, but just what kind of things you've put in place to get out of them and tips you can give people listening, Pappy. Uh, yeah, I think mine probably been well documented mm. the past couple of years, but um, yeah, without getting into too much detail, I think the thing that's helped me is just actually asking for help and, and seeking it from whether that's books or psychologists or people who've gone through something similar. Um, yeah, I guess that's been a massive help for me. So, uh, yeah, I guess one tip towards that would be, I guess, what's helped me during that period was telling myself that the story is going to be even greater if I if I do get out the other side and, and do achieve things in life. So, um, yeah, whenever you are, you are doing it tough, if you're, you're thinking that, it's always a good way to make the story. It's you're going to have to go through challenges. If you didn't have any challenges, it wouldn't be a good story. So. Yeah, well said, mate. And speaking of you, how are you travelling? You're looking you're looking like bulky. I've <laughs> seen all the photos yeah, on Instagram. Bulk, you're looking – is it career best, would you say? Yeah, it is career best. I, everyone's asking what's the secret. I just think it's age, honestly. Like I tried so hard to put on weight when I first got down here. I could eat whatever I could and just didn't put it on. But I think since I've taken that pressure off and, um, yeah, I guess gotten a bit older, it's just naturally happened. But, yeah, I guess – I'm sort of reaping the rewards of all the hard work I put in now behind the scenes. And while it was a tough slog, it's just in these moments now where I'm back training going, it's definitely worth it. So yeah, physically feel really good. Um, I think I hit 94% of my top speed um, and my top speed was recorded in like 2018. So I would have been like 60 kilos. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how relative it is. But 98%. Yeah. So it might be the new hundred percent, but yeah, feeling really good. Um, and yeah, I guess I can say finally. <laughs> that's exciting. Yeah, that's exciting, boys. Exciting. The King's back. Oh, that's great, man. What are you weighing? That's, did you see the AFL has come out and got rid of all, yeah, all measurements? What did you think? What was your thoughts on that before we get into what you're weighing? I didn't know. So they're, not, they're no longer going to disclose what people's body weight is because they think it's uh, unacceptable. I just wanted to get your feedback was on Was there any backlash? Like, what, did anyone yeah. get like mocked uh, for it? Like, what was I'm not, what was so I'm not really sure. It? I just I did see Dane Swan put something up pretty funny, and he was you know he was proud to say that he was fat and he was better than everyone yeah, else. Yeah, yeah. It was, <laughs> it was very funny too, actually. actually. Yeah. So he goes one for the fat guys. Um, but uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I haven't spent too much time thinking about it, but yeah. I just thought I'd ask you boys I'd, what your thoughts were on it. I think 
I like having the weights up there. I know when I was like a kid coming through that, like I got fascinated, but I was on the back of the footy cards, you know, and it's like, oh, I'm 40 kilos less than this plate, you know, and I was yeah. like, okay, what do I actually have to get to to play NRL? And um, yeah, I don't know. It's a it's a bit of a strange one. I'd, I'm not fussed mm. if my weight's up on the page. Maybe that's because I'm quite light. Might ask some of the heavier boys like this bloke, or <laughs> <laughs> he lies about it anyway, so he probably, probably gets away with it. But, um, <laughs> but no, I'm, I'm the heaviest I've been at the moment, which is yeah, about 83 kilos. So. Nice, yeah. there you go. So, PB's yeah. everywhere, Pappy. PB's. You're set for a big season, yeah. yeah. What about so, you, yeah, money? Front row. <laughs> um, um, for me, oh, I think, um, obviously, like, like perhaps with his obviously, um, stuff that he's going through, probably for me, um, would it just be. Just be aware of your surroundings and um, understand um, just how you tick and understand your personality um, and surround yourself around the right people because um, there's obviously people in the community that hang around you for the wrong reasons and want to obviously take, take, take. And um, obviously when you surround yourself around good people, you tend to be like them. So just probably that's probably a bigger advice for myself. Um, and yeah, just uh, obviously you love to have a good time. I always love to have a good time, but. Now the way I'm going, obviously got kids now, I probably need to probably show them um, how hard I've worked and, and, and they can't afford to give it up, you know. Like I've got to give them um, the opportunity to live a good life and I can't afford to be in easy terms fucking up or doing stupid things off field. So just probably surrounding myself um, in situations or um, things that I know I can control. Yeah, well said, mate. Mm. Great, great advice to yourself and people out there. Husey, challenging moments and uh, a few tips on how you overcome them. Yeah, I was pretty similar to Mun, I think. Um, I remember just after my individual moment where, you know, I enjoyed it a lot, that um, debut, I think it was a year later I got shafted from um, the team I played for and that was pretty tough because I thought I had to, well, I did have the word on my feet and everything didn't go to plan and I had to um, shift up, up north to Townsville and, um, you know, get a real job and just play local footy. So, um, but a big one was there was just who I surrounded myself with and, um, you know, the people that I had around me and I had a real good support crew up there and um, obviously my family as well and, and my partner. And because I remember I got up there and I thought, I might just give this up and I might just head back to the Goldie and play local there and just work and, you know, don't really give it a real shot. But, um, you know, there was a coach up there and my family – um, I had some good friends as well around me and, you know, they, they told me not to give up. And I think if I didn't have that kind of support, I probably would be, yeah, I, I don't think I'll be where I am at the moment. So I think a good point is just surround yourself with good people. And like Mun said, there's people out there that, you know, you think might be good people, but they're only there for themselves. So I think you just got to be careful with it. But if you find the right people, yeah, you'll – You'll set yourself up really well. Yeah, it's good advice, and all com and a lot of common themes with everyone's answers, which is great <laughs> for people listening. Um, we had a good question, lads, that I like a lot. It, 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 you know, when you're a young kid, you know, when you're growing up, and you probably look back now and laugh, but we spoke about there was always one guy at your local club that you wanted to aspire to be, and you might not want to be like them anymore. I don't know. You might still want to be like them. But when you were growing up, was there someone that was just dominating your local club? And if there was, can you give them a shout-out? Because I reckon they would yeah. love hearing themselves being shouted out by you boys. So, Pappy, growing oh, up, yes, who was the yes. man of town that, that, oh. that everyone where you grow up would go, yes, I agree? I don't know if I'd have someone like that, but, like, my old boy coached the under-17s Division Two side at Hills Bulls, and there was a kid called Ben Mooney. And I like I was a little kid when he was coaching their side. I just thought he was like, this absolute superstar. He was like 
he was like a halfback um, and just, yeah, had this like aura about him and I just wanted his boots. You know, he was just like this kid who's playing under 17's Division 2. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, what am I even thinking, you know? But like that's the impact that someone yes, can is. have on you, you know? It's, and that's why I sort of always have time for people in that situation because I was that kid once, you know? And um, yeah, mate, he was, he was a bit of a larrikin. Probably reminds me of Munster a little bit, but <laughs> he sort of had an aura about him. He was a good footy player and um, yeah, he sort of caught my impression and then so years on looking back at it, it's like, oh, well, maybe it was a bit of a party rat bag, but like he was a good footy player and that's what I saw him as. So, yeah, shout out Ben Mooney. There you go, Mooney. <laughs> well done. That's great. Pats, love that. Love that. And a great fella as well. <laughs> yeah, a good fella. Always yeah. would kick the footy around after training yeah. and, and, yeah, see similar traits to him. He does that with all the all the coaches' kids. They come around and he'll be the last one there with them. So. Yeah, it's brilliant. There you go. Same wavelength. <laughs> Money, who's, uh, uh, who's your moons? <laughs> Moons. I've had. Th- I got three. Um, oh, this is oh, great. They're gonna love this. Um, I got a guy called Corey Oates is playing now. Still playing for us. Um, so that's a, bit, a little bit, a bit of a thing. But I think the other two that come to mind. They both got contracts with the Broncos at thirteen. Uh, Luke Ganane and Jack Rice. And now Jack's now living in Townsville as a doctor. So he's probably better off now instead of probably <laughs> one of those leagues. So he's probably earning a lot more than he could as as a uh, as a doctor now. But Luke's um. Does CrossFit that back home, I'm pretty sure, in Yapoon and Rocky, but um, those two kids um, growing up made all the rep sides and, um, yeah, like they must have been pretty good if they got a contract with the Bronx at 13 years of age. So, um, yeah, it was crazy to hear. And I remember just looking at them at 13 going, oh, well, that was my favourite team too. I was like, oh, all right, I wish I was signed at 13. Like, but now looking back at it, like everyone grows and everyone matures and everyone has different things in life that they want to achieve and they obviously didn't want to play rugby league after that, so. Thanks, boys. Hopefully you enjoy that. There you go. That's great. A few shout-outs. What about you, Hizzy? Yeah, mine was a guy called Sammy Harold, actually. Oh, yes. He's, um, he's actually still a really good mate of mine. Um, so when, when we when I first moved over to um, the Gold Coast for Palm Beach and, like, we were – we had a pretty good team, but our first year, year eights, we were just like – every other team was just way bigger than us. Like, they were massive and just way bigger. But we had Sam Harold, so, like – we would win just off the back of Sam Harold. <laughs> like we just give it, it was like one of those things where you give it to the biggest kid yeah. and he'd just run and score. But he wasn't the biggest, but he was just just strong and the fast. Best. Yeah, he was just the best. And you just give it to him and he would score. And we like we actually won a, like a comp off the back of him. So like <laughs> a school comp, which was pretty cool. So um he's definitely mine. He's yeah, he was a monster back then and um yeah, shout out Sammy Harold. Oh, big <laughs> shout out. Well done, boys. I love that. It's a great segment, and I know people back home would be just you know, <laughs> stoked hearing the uh, you boys read their names out and, and tell them that you used to look up to them. Well, let's go to halftime, boys, our pilot halftime segment. Uh, without pilot, we wouldn't be here. For anyone out there that uh, that needs to go to the doctors, we're just saying, you know, off air. When there's nothing worse growing up when you know you've got to go to the doctors, you've got to line up. You, you know, you got to tell your parents something's wrong with you, then they got to take time out of their day. Well, guess what? With Pilot, you get your phone out, boys. You call them up, and they can get it done confidentially with experts online. And if you're struggling in the bedroom, boys, and you can't oh, play to the God. final whistle, head to pilot.com.au and they will sort you out. Righto, let's get into our unforgettable flops. Like I said, if you're struggling in the bedroom and you need some help, head to Pilot. Our unforgettable flops, recount a time on the field, one of your most embarrassing moments, your biggest flop, your Pilot flop. Boys, you would have had a few flops. No one's perfect in this world. I've had plenty. Now, think of a time where you flopped maybe on the field so we can cut some vision up here. Uh, Pappy, you're looking at me with a grin. I reckon we'll kick you off again. I'm liking this way we go. What's your Pilot flop, your unforgettable flop? 
Uh, unforgettable flop was probably 2020 it happened actually, the year we won the premiership. Uh, I think it was the last round. Um, we'd rested everyone in the team. I was the only bloke that was playing pretty much like out of the full squad. So um, what comes with that is you get handed the captaincy. <laughs> and uh, I think I broke that record for the youngest captain at the Storm, one that Smithy hold forever. And I guess he'll never get that back because I got it now. But <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, running out. Um, I was real pumped. We had a real young squad, guys who debuted, heaps of debuts in the side. <laughs> and yeah, it was just a flop game because we uh, scored four tries in the first half and I didn't convert one of them. So <laughs> oh, there you go. It was, uh, it was one of those days where I, I probably could have blamed the win, but the bloke the other team kicked five, five from five. So uh, pretty pretty grim day. I got hooked or I guess rested. I'll, I'll just believe it was rested <laughs> yeah. with 20 minutes to go. And um, yeah, Dragons ended up winning that game just. And if I converted all those goals... Um, we probably would have won. So that's go. my flop moment. Um, yeah, tough one to let go, but I guess you can bring it out in this segment. Yeah, well, you're normally a dead-eyed dick, so <laughs> links into our unforgettable <laughs> flop. Missing four from four as skipper and the youngest ever and then getting dragged but maybe rested. We'll, yeah, say, we'll rested. say rested. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Any feedback to yourself after that? Was it, was it a, uh, what was it like with the skill? Was it, so there wasn't much breeze? Yeah, no, I, I just didn't go the right way around it. I just... Didn't adapt to the conditions, and <laughs> I think next year I ended up going kicking eighty percent. So yeah, mm. someone kicked in me to to improve it. <laughs> that's it, mate. So, uh, you can't you can't hit all your shots. Yeah, couldn't do it. That nah, time. that's great. We'll be able to marry <laughs> so, that up. A few shanks, as I said, uh, dead eye dick. Now, well, money. Let's talk about your embarrassing moment. Your pilot flop. What is it? You'd have a you'd have you know like you use the superstars, you boys. So it's rare that we get some some moments where you did have an oh, embarrassing no. one. I've had I've had a fair few. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know your wife. Yeah. <laughs> what is it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say that. I was gonna say that. Another one in mind too. <laughs> uh, it, was, it? it was like I'm not even taking the piss. It was like a goal kick, and it was literally probably I'm not even taking. It's probably, probably like that far past left post. Like I'm not even, like not even that far. Like I'm talking there, and I've pulled it, and I've gone that. Like, now nah, the thing is though, after he missed, he like I stood there. He was for doing these like. How did that I, li- I lined it up. <laughs> I lined it up perfectly. What? Oh, man. And he it just was stood so there. Bad. The other players ran past him. He was still looking at the thing like. Oh, I couldn't believe I did it, honestly. I've never missed from that far. No, I don't think anyone has, but fuck, I had that now. I looked at it going, oh, get oh, yeah. fucked. So, yeah, that was, mate, I got heckled all day for that. And even in my inboxes, there's like. <laughs> Man, every time there's like someone shanks a kick on, you know, says like on the reel and says, "I'll oh, tag someone that you think would miss it." <laughs> I get tagged every time. Man. It's, it's, get, it's an ongoing joke, man. Oh, if I get tagged oh. in one more, I'm gonna follow you, <laughs> and I'll find you where you live. <laughs> there you go. That's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, money's pilot flop. Can't wait to see that one with some vision. Oh. So bad. Oh, that is funny. It's uh, yeah, you're all human. It's great. What about you, Hughes? Have you had anything close to that? Nah, well, I'm not a goal kicker. I haven't <laughs> taken any goal kicks, thank God, because I would have a lot of flops if I, if I was a goal kicker. So I'm not much of a goal kicker, but I don't know. I, I think the headgear one, the first time I actually put a put a headgear on, and <laughs> I didn't really think about. It. I knew I had to wear one, but I didn't actually go out and source one. So I was just like, oh, the club will have one. The club said they, <laughs> the club said they have one. And then once I got to game day, it was like this old, like eighteen hundreds <laughs> headgear, and it was like worn out. It, like no one had touched it or like done anything with it in ages. It had like a bit of mold on the top oh. as well, and it was just like, 
I put it on. I didn't think much at the time. And then after the game, I remember like all my mates sending me these photos of me and it just looked so rude. Like it was. Yeah. They used it on one of the footy cards too, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then they put it on one of the TLA footy cards. And I'm just like, how do you pick that photo? Oh, <laughs> so that was. And then I, like, I think I wore it for a couple of games and then shout out to Steed and they sent me another one. So because it was. And then one of our other teammates, Dale Finucane, started wearing it. I don't know why. I think he wore it one game because he split his head and then. Yeah, it was. It's an ugly one. So if you there get a photo of it, it's there you go. It's very embarrassing. Jeez, I hate the photo, and it's oh, on a footy card too. That doesn't. Yeah, work. That's a, the embarrassing <laughs> moment help. when they use that on your footy oh, card. Yeah. That is a stitch up. You wonder who does. Yeah. pick those photos. Yeah, they hate me because all my foot, <laughs> all my footy cards are so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I just look terrible. Oh. Well, maybe it's my fault. Yeah, oh, that's good, boys. Oh, we love it. The Unforgettable Flops, like I said, brought to you by Pilot. If you are struggling, head to pilot.com.au. Use our one-use code, which is ACES20. You get 20% off if you head online and Pilot will look after you. They've got specialists, all confidential. Um, and like I said, if it's uh, premature ejaculation, boys, there's a lot of people that have it. We'll head to Pilot and they'll sort you out. You'll be able to play to the final whistle. I'll be jumping on there soon. (laughs) That's right. That's exactly right there, money. Righto, let's storm home. Storm home, pun unintended. Now, sports away from league. We know that we're in an NFL fantasy group. We just spoke about NBA. I know um, I know. Pappy loves his Orlando boys. Uh, they've been going pretty averagely lately, but they started, mm, started well, unbelievably. Yeah. But it's a long season. Um, let's talk about what other sports do you love the most? I'll start with you, Husey. We'll reverse yep. the order now. And why? So maybe one sport you love the most outside of league and why? Yeah, I'm NFL and basketball are my two, I reckon, uh, the two American sports, but – Probably more of a basketball man. Although this year NFL has taken a massive liking. Uh, I think it's the, all the fantasy bloody comps I'm in. But, yeah, I'll go basketball. I think it's just so exciting. And I know there's a lot of complaints about no defense anymore for the big scores, but that's what I love to see, all the the long threes and the, yeah. the dunks and all the special attacking plays. So uh, that's why I love it so much. I love it. What about you, Money? Yeah, I'm probably with Yuzi. I probably was more NBA at the start, American basketball. But um, the more I've watched, obviously, fantasy with um, with the NFL with us, uh, Clubhouse Boys, and I'm loving NFL at the moment. Um, unfortunately, um, it's almost done. Um, but my team's in the Super Bowl, which is exciting, the 49ers, McCaffrey. <laughs> uh, so jump on the back of him, guys, anytime. Dollar twenty nine. He's a dollar fifty. Yeah, I saw he's a dollar fifty. Dollar twenty eight. Um, <laughs> yeah, after you get to him, yeah, 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 yeah after nah. you attack him. But no, NFL, I love it. Um, so, so I'm hoping to jump in the fantasy next year, um, and hopefully jump in a couple. But I don't want to jump in too many because then I'll be obviously go and I want this guy to go well, and then this guy to go well. <laughs> yeah, so, you can't have yeah, more than two or three leagues. So, yeah, that's something about me. I think NFL. Love it, Pappy. Yeah, I think you mentioned. Big Orlando Magic fan, so basketball is probably the one, um, and a low key one. Just at just at night, some good hours it's on. Just the golf. Yep. Just put the golf on, nice and relaxing. Get to just see how they go about it. That's probably. probably you boys have said that they just yeah. find it therapeutic. Yeah. 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 The commentary is just sort of put you to sleep. Mm. Yeah. On the phone, you can do kind of all different yeah. things as well. Yeah. And I, I like watching. I probably don't. It's not so much the PGA because they're early morning, but like you got the DP World Tour, the Europeans, and they play like around that late night time. It's good to see some of their names come through and then them try to make the circuit as well. Mm. Well said. What about um, the coolest athlete you boys have met? Who's someone that you've met in person, maybe shook their hand, got a photo with or spoken to? Who's the coolest athlete, Yuzi? Yeah, I think the biggest would probably be Shaq, I reckon. Um, 
yeah, just just on just worldwide fame and everyone knows him and how dominant he was as a player and then just how big he was, like being yeah. able to like just see him in person and just be like, holy shit, this guy's Anything, did you say, did he huge. say anything funny that you remember? Uh, we actually had dinner with him. He said a few funny things. I'll probably let Mun, because <laughs> no. Mun was asked, Mun's boys with him. Yeah, <laughs> sat next to him and asked him, oh, all, really? the, asked him all the hard questions. Um, Who was at dinner? Like how big was this dinner? Uh, it was pretty big. Uh, 30, 40 people. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. unreal. And did yeah. he have a, like a, did he have like a squad with him? Yeah. yeah, he had a bit of an entourage. But we were, we were in a pretty good spot. Like, yeah. we were, like, right next to him, mm-hmm. eh? Like, um, sitting across from him and mum was next to him. So, yeah, he would have to be the one of the biggest for sure. He's so big. Like, even, I was just thinking, even him just sitting on an average chair, you'd be like, yeah. you'd want it to be a strong chair. Yeah. How much do you reckon he weighs? Oh, I'd on be 30, 140? Yeah, easy. Yeah, he's actually real polite too because we were having dinner. His food come out first. Like, I don't know if they planned to do that or whatever, and he had this – I think it was a big steak or whatever, and he just he wouldn't eat until we all got our food. <laughs> That's he great. was blowing up, though, because he's like, oh, I don't want to eat this cold, so hurry up. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> but he was, like, being respectful, like, making sure everyone had their food on the table. Yeah. But he was, like, like kind of, like, eyeing them off, going, like, <laughs> not, this is not going cold. Like, hurry up. <laughs> like, what, do you have a kilo tomahawk? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was something massive. Just like your like, normal 250 yeah, uh, high fillet, and he's got the uh, tomahawk there oh, for the big nice. fella. That's great. Big shark. What about you, Monies? I'm just having a bit of a think other than trying to think of someone other than Shaq, um, but I can't. Stay um, on Shaq. What were the questions you were asking then? <laughs> oh, pretty uh, rated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll ask them. I'll say one. Um, just ask him if uh, the shoe matched the socks. And, uh, <laughs> and he just looked at me and goes, it's even bigger. <laughs> and I was like, holy hecker. <laughs> I was right. I don't know, know how to say that to him. I don't know what to say back to him. I was like, "Oh, yeah, sweet." Prove it. <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, mate. That's great. Yeah, you weren't anticipating his response. No, nah, I was hoping he'd be like, "I'll be humble about it," but he wasn't humble. About it. <laughs> how many times were someone's asking that one though? Oh, yeah, 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 it would have been. He's ready. Been, he would have yeah. been ready to go. He had a loaded shotgun. He was waiting for it. That's great. Anyone else outside of Shack? You guys would. You would have met a few big dogs. I, like overseas stuff. Yeah, just you, anyone. You played around with Adam Scott. Didn't oh, yeah, I did. Sorry, apologies. Yeah, I played around with Adam Scott. Did you? Yeah. How he, was that? Uh, yeah, it was really good, actually. Um, I, I can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, he made like it. Yeah, yeah like, he, made, I was, like it was like about, I think, like 250 uh, meters or something over the water. I'm using my driver and he pulled out a five line. Oh, wow. <laughs> he's flushed it over, like easy. And I'm going, Man, I'm so nervous here. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I had probably one or three, one of the two good shots, I reckon, over five holes with him. Because I played five holes and then he went over to another group and that. But, man, he was just making me so nervous, man. And was, I was he? Just like, oh. <laughs> Did so, he give you some tips? He gave me some some tips, but uh, I'm left-handed. He's right-handed. So. Oh, but yeah. let's be honest, he was using blades. I was using forgiving clubs. Yeah. And I'm still struggling. So, <laughs> yeah, no, it was, um, yeah, it was, he was actually um, a good friend of someone that I knew. Um, and he goes to Sunny Coast every now and then and still catches up with him. So, yeah, um, I can't believe I forgot about Adam Scott. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's, he gave me a hat sign, so, yeah, it's in my room. So, yeah, well, thanks for that, Paps. <laughs> that's no, big. Yeah. That's all good. That's great. So you get Shaq, Adam Scott, Paps. Mine's probably a different angle. I've met a few big athletes, but I reckon one that probably fits the whole podcast scene is when I was in America the last time, um, I went to a Nets game and actually met Stephen Bartlett, the Diary of a CEO host. So yeah. He was big. probably one of the ones that I was like, like, you know, really I don't get cool. starstruck too often, but mm. he was, um, yeah, he was really polite and sort of fanboyed around him. And, um, yeah, he had, gave me the time of day to speak to me and talk about the podcast. And, yeah, he's probably my one. What was his advice? 
No, he was just he was just so humble that I'd listen to it and he just like, oh, like an Australian fan, that's pretty cool. And he was just telling me about his schedule. He was in New York because he had to do a few shows he was recording and then he'd head back to London for a day and come back. And I was really? like, yeah, it was all quite hectic. But yeah, he, honestly, it was one of those ones where like I felt like I had to stop the conversation because like he was so deep into <laughs> it. Yeah, so that was cool to see and obviously listen to that a fair bit as well. So yeah, that's my one. Yeah, he's had some. He he does it really well. He's got a massive team, doesn't he? Was his team there? Uh, it was just him and his partner. So yeah, I think he. Yeah, his whole team. They had like courtside seats and everything. But that's it was. Mad. Like, I just caught him and his partner there, and yeah, they're keen to chat. So really mad if he's like, oh yeah, come down and sit with us. Yeah, yeah, we got a podcast star. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. watch this. Watch yeah, that. Get him. Watch our five hundred. Oh, very good. Now let's link it to the you know the celebrities, I guess, but. If you could be anyone for a week, so you can jump in their body and be them for a week, who would you be and why? We've had mm. some, you know, I'll, I guess, to give why you're thinking here because I'll put you on the spot, but we've had people say blokes like Austin Reeves, for example, because he's with LeBron all the time and he also mm. doesn't have to, you know, if he wants to do stuff LeBron does, he can hang out with him, but then he can also chill Just a little chill, bit because eh? he's not going to get harassed. But then there's other people that do the opposite. Like, no, nah, no, nah, I want to be the man. I want to be, mm. I want to be LeBron or I want to be someone so... So, Husey, if you could be someone just for a week, you only got a week, you're going to jump in their body and then jump straight out. Who would you love to be and why? Oh, it'd have to be, I guess, a basketball player. I'd probably go like, that's a good point though, Austin Reeves. That'd be pretty good because mm. I know he plays a lot of golf too, so that'd be pretty awesome. But yeah, I'll just probably be like a Jason Tatum or something, I reckon. Yeah. Just. Family man. Being that guy. Yeah. Got a kid. Um, big family man. You know, the best player in Boston. I know, like a massive, uh, massive team. Team with a lot of history as well. So, yeah, I think I'll be him for a week, a couple games in, and then get out of there, I guess. Four threes a game. Yeah. No dramas. <laughs> Don't lose at home. Hopefully, a home schedule <laughs> home for schedule, a week. Yeah, 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 yeah. Three home games. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Three home games. Love it. Money. Last weekend. Anyone in the world for a week thinking deeply? I am, I am, because I don't want to screw this up. <laughs> <laughs> um, thinking really deeply after forgetting Scotty, Scotty. playing five yeah. holes at the King. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I'm going to go. What sport are you going to go? Just oh, yeah, NFL. Okay. Still uh, thinking receiver, quarterback. I'm gonna go. He's going to the Super Bowl. He's still. He's got. He's got it all going for him, McCaffrey, yeah. hasn't he? He's yeah. um, he's on and off the field. He's yeah. just ticking boxes. I, I was more hesitant about him, or maybe even Saint Brown. I don't mind Saint Brown. Amon Ra. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think he's pretty sexy too. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> C Mac would be cool. He's a yeah, machine. C-Mac's yeah. a man, eh? Especially, as, and I'd imagine you'd want to be him. Oh. Actually, Super no, Bowl. you know what? I'll take it all back. I'm gonna go CD Lamb. CD Lamb. Yeah. And what week would you like to be him? <laughs> um, regular season. Regular season, dominating and doing his uh, his little uh, move. <laughs> yeah. Anytime. 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 Try scoring. <laughs> oh. no, he, does, he actually, anytime, Tati, you'd probably get a dollar twenty three next yeah, year. Yeah, he is a superstar. Yeah. There you go. So not C-Max, C.D. Lamb from Dallas Cowboys, mm, yeah. wide receiver, um, and heading into his fourth year, I think, next year. So he'll be dominating. The reason why I thought about it at last minute is because I remember talking to Shaq and he, I said, what do you love about America? And he goes, what's one place you'd go to and love to live? And he goes, Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. He always says Dallas. So 
I thought I just wanted back a little bit. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, smart. Yeah, okay, mm, okay. Pappy, you've had the most time to think about this answer, so yeah. I'm interested to see who you are going to be for a week. Yeah, probably come to me after Hughesy spoke. I reckon. I I think I'd be Cameron Smith on the live tour. Nice. Mm. Live in Jacksonville. He's just fishing all the time, playing golf. Um, I feel like he wouldn't get, wouldn't get noticed too much, you know. And if mm. he did, he'd just tie the mullet up and you just yep. wander off and. Do your own thing, you know, just have a bit of freedom. Mm. Um, yeah, that'd be my one. That's great. What tour? Like if you lived, obviously they're going to SA in Australia soon yeah. or was there another one? No, I'd go live tour. I think you just got that secured yeah. amount of cash coming in and you can just play golf carefree. And What country though? Cause, you, yeah, know, you, can, you can only be a week. You can only be in for a oh, week. Oh, a week. Okay. I'll play in... Yeah, I'll play back in Adelaide just so yeah. I can see the fam. Get the home yeah. crowd advantage. Home crowd, yeah. They look like they party hole. fun too, yeah. yeah. There you go. And just me. strike the ball like. Just pure. Just you just have it. the round, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's like a team event too, you know. Mm. So it's like sort yeah. of golf's yeah. very individual, but I feel like that live team aspect. Yeah, there you go. That'd That's be great, boys. We've got good answers there. So we've got Tatum, we've got C-Mark ditched. Amon Ra did. Then we've got CD <laughs> Lamb from the Dallas Cowboys off the back of some great advice from Shaq, Shaq. who does uh, have a bigger sock than shoes or whatever you said. <laughs> and then we're going to go with a guy with Smitty on the golf course for Pap. Um, very good, boys. All right, a few more to bring us home. Who is the GOAT? This has been a great conversation. Uh, you've only, you're going to get one GOAT. Who is the GOAT in your opinion, Husey? A- anyone. You, got, you can only pick one. The greatest of all time. Of every sport. Nah, just the one. Just one, one goat. You can only pick one goat. Cheapest. Maybe someone go first once they've got the answer. Yeah. Um, Four. Griffin Logue went Bones Jones, caused a bit of a um, ruckus. A a few people said Jordan, Brady. One said Novak Djokovic. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think of us. like a definitive goat. Yeah, Yeah, you just got to go bang. You know, if you like soccer, there's a couple answers there. But, you know, in your eyes... Yeah. They don't need to explain why. Yeah. People listening, have it, you know, ask yourself the same question while the boys are thinking, but the goat is Husey. Go. You've had enough time. Oh, right. Shoot now. Oh, Aim tough. later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna okay, go you go, I'm bro. I'm gonna go Tiger Woods. Bang. Okay. Yeah, he's been said before. I think. Okay, well, I'll go so, someone else. No, now. no, no. That's good. No, that's <laughs> good. We're gonna come, we're gonna get all your answers and put them together. We're gonna get leaderboards. So Tiger Woods for money. Pat, oh, this, I don't know if it's like a little bit biased. You can't sit on the fence. You just got to go bang. Cameron yeah. Smith, NRL. Bang. Love it. That's our first too, one. Yeah. NRL. Everyone's been going American sports. <clears throat> Boom. Cam Smith. Too. Great. I'm just going to go boring. Jordan. Yeah. Michael Jordan. Mm. There we go. Jordan. Who'd you say again? Tiger Woods. I've got Cameron Smith. Cameron Smith. Two sport, two different sports. You know, <laughs> loves the Smith. Smith. Yeah, loves the Cameron Smith. <laughs> loves to see Smith. There you go. Right, lunch with three. Who are you cutting? You got Roger Federer, Michael Jordan, and Tom Brady. Oh Jesus! You got to cut one. Husey, cut- who are you cutting? Oh, so, puppy, you go no, first. I'm, who are you cutting? I'm cutting Brady. Oh, why? It's because he's been here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think What's the other that? two just, you know, yeah. wouldn't feel as exclusive if Brady was there anymore. Mm. Yeah, he's, feels, right? he's kind of heard enough of Brady. Yeah, yeah. Don't, yeah. That's, yeah, that was easy for me. Yeah, well said. Mm. Money? Oh, I'm going to go Roger. Roger's oh, gone? Roger's gone. Why? Because I didn't hear 
Brady talk. I didn't know he was. Oh, going. you didn't get to. Oh, you didn't get to the event. I got invited, but I forgot about it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how, I, don't, I don't know how you can forget about Too it, busy. but I did. Oh, mate, you're a family um, man now. But um, yeah, no, I have to say um, I have to say Roger. Unfortunately, Roger's out. Yeah. I'm gonna go. Mike stays definitely. Mm. You have to after yeah. the after yeah. you put him yeah. in the game. Yeah. 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 Oh, you did cut him. But when I, when I explain, when I explain, so and then I'm gonna keep Federer as well. I reckon because I, I watch a lot of like sort of doc like sport documentaries and all that. And I feel like I know there's a lot of stuff that Brady has said that probably he would say the same thing, yeah. which is the same as Jordan, but he's got more more to him. So, And I haven't watched much on Roger Federer and I reckon he'll have some good stuff. So yeah, there get you rid go. of Brady, mm. yeah. There you go, nice. boys. Very good. Well, great stuff. We obviously got to make sure you're looking good. The Melbourne, uh, the Melbourne summer, I don't even know if it's arrived yet, but I think it's going to be 39 this Sunday. So I've made sure that the uh, boy, the team from Rick's have sorted you out. So if anyone wants a pair of sunnies, go to rickseyewear.com.au and use our discount code ACES if you want to look like the boys right now. Pappy, mm. I've got – I know you wanted another style. We're, we're out of stock in Melbourne, so I'll get that shipped down. So I've got you the Soho Black, mate. So chuck them Thanks, on. Mate. They're nice, though. They're, they're, that's you. Nice. You had the Soho Cherries last time. I think Money had them at uh, mm. the races. I got you the um, Husey. I got you the Morris Champagne. Morris Champagne. Yeah. So the Champagne Morris. Marky Morris. Marky. It's a And then Money, you've got the Melrose. Greens. Uh, Melrose Brown. Melrose Drive. Melrose, Melrose Brown. The green were uh, again out of stock in Melbourne, but we'll sort you out afterwards. Right, you know? I'll take them. Grateful. So, boys, Rick's on tour. Gosh. We've done that before, but. If you could go anywhere for a week in Australia, I want to keep it in Australia because we always go big, but I feel like you guys have traveled a fair bit mm. and you take your Rick's eyewear with you and you three are going to go play golf somewhere. Mm. What place, what course in Australia would you go? And then, you know, what kind of, yeah, where would you be with your Rick's eyewear on? You've got a weekend away, just you three lads. Mm. Pappy, where, where do you think... The boys should go. Uh, I'm taking us straight back up to Port Douglas. Mm, yeah. Nice. Just really Stop. nice part of the world. Some nice golf courses there as well. And uh, stop off at the Great Barrier Reef. That's my... Uh, mm. And where do you have a couple, you know, out in the sun, a couple of drinks, Rixie's on, you know, where's the, the 19th? Oh, 19th would be... You've got plenty of hotels to choose from up there. <laughs> so I think where did I stay last time? Something Temple. Something temple, but it was like yeah. it's like the pool resort goes through the the pool goes through the resort, and there's oh, like a yeah. bar in the middle, you know. Perfect. That's the one. I forgot what it's called, but yeah, yeah, beautiful yeah. Port, Port Douglas. Douglas. Money. Pappy stole mine. Oh, so that's all right. You can go to the <laughs> same nah, place. No, 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 no. Don't go somewhere different. I got Ellie Beach. Oh yeah, Ooh. yeah. I got Ellie just because of the vibe. I've been there for the first time this year with camp, and um, it was very nice there. And um, they had some obviously. Good outlets, a good pubs, and also good nightlife. But then also they had some good golf courses as well. So yeah, you can just jump on a ferry to Hamilton Island as well. Yeah. So I think I that's was going to say Hamilton Island because mm. that golf course there is pretty grouse. It's hard. It's one of the hardest <laughs> I've ever played at, but it's, it's a good golf course. And who's winning this game of golf if you three play? Just how's all everyone's oh, golf game going? This bloke had even the other day. Yeah, so. really? Yeah, that's a even. story to tell. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us the story. Yeah, I'm gonna about it. That's what do you mean? That, I'm happy with it because now my now my handicap's moment. down to eight from twelve, and it's minus two. So even regardless of what I hit now, I'm, I can't. Ch it won't change for twelve months. Oh, so you can't win. He's hard capped. He's not even soft capped. I'm He's hard capped. Hard capped. 
So, so you've, you've, you've stitched yourself up. Oh, not stitched. Oh, I'd take you, an even It's a win. Mark, it's a massive win. I can't play for money anymore. Otherwise, <laughs> my, missus be, my missus be leaving me and leaving them, leaving them, taking me for everything as well as the boys playing golf. So, so well, she'd be knocking on the door, surely. Oh, oh, he's trying to. He hit me up yeah. today to play. I was like, nah, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Well, lads, thanks so much for your time. A little bit different. Uh, only sport. Talking about growing up and then obviously sports you like outside of your own. Wishing you all the best we've got some big news coming as well we'll keep it hush hush at the moment but um yeah everyone that uh, knows the clubhouse uh, make sure you get excited because there's something big around the corner we're wishing you all the best great to see you back in great shape pap uh, career best mm. in picks and in real life which we love mm. um and Husey ticking off the uh you know, the, the camp that's, that you've finally done, which oh, is only one I can retire now. So you can retire. I mean, you've I can finally retire. If, if you can time it beautifully, you've done it exactly how you would have wanted, I reckon. <laughs> and then money, handicap, scratch, uh, golfer, that's just outrageous. Thank you to Pilot. Once again, if you need some help, you want to you want to um, play to the final whistle in the bedroom, head to pilot.com.au and look after yourself. We've got our discount code there, one-time use, ACES20. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Like, subscribe, share this one if you love it. Plenty more around the corner. Thank you. One more time because I really mean it. I just want to say a massive thank you for all the support you continue to give us at the American Aces. If you want to further support us, make sure you like and subscribe. Hit the follow button so you can keep up to date with all our exciting shows and announcements. Righto, now it's time to give our sponsors a massive plug. Struggling to make it to third base before striking out? Wood not driving like it used to? Let me guess, tackle's gone a little bit soft? No stress. If you're having issues in the bedroom, like erectile dysfunction or premature ejaculation, Australia's favourite men's healthcare provider, Pilot, has all the clinical tools you need to get your game back on track. Thousands of Aussie men come to Pilot to get simple, discreet and clinical treatments online. Pilot has free shipping, auto-refills, and free follow-ups over text with practitioners. Get started today at pilot.com.au. And remember, play hard until the final whistle with Pilot. Aces, I know I always go on about the Rixies, but i got huge news. We have all our styles and colours restocked on the website right now. It's been months. We ran out of stock, but we're back. Get online. Grab some sunglasses at rickseyewear.com.au right now and use our little discount code ACES if you want a 20% discount code on the house.